0: audio. It's the Ides of March. It's the Ides of March episode. I failed as a father I realized today because I texted my twins and I asked them if they even knew what the Ides of March was and they had absolutely no idea. They had heard of it they had claimed but I you know suspect that was after a Google search and like you should know that this day. First off it's the day where the, where the Greeks would like settle their debts. It wasn't the first of the month, you know, as was the Ides. But more importantly, it's when Julius Caesar was assassinated, which then Augustus took over and then Augustus and Mark Anthony had a huge civil war that eventually led to like the most powerful democratic Senate that had ever existed, kind of sort of kicking off where we got Here. See, it all gets there. I'd be a terrible history teacher. I'd bullshit a couple of lines and be like, see, it all gets there. <laughs> um, all right. I am I just got out of fresh, like ten minutes ago. I'm just coming down off of it. Uh an hour and some change, hot yoga class, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling I'm feeling exhausted, but like good exhausted where you, where it's, you know, mind got cleared and you, you just, you don't know if like some of you right now, right now are giving me shit. Hot yoga. I'm telling you, man, it was 102 degrees in there tonight and you're doing things that your body like can't do. It was, like Rocky movie level sweat, but it's actually coming out of your body. It's not a special effect. B- although Rocky body picture, I mean, it's clearly not. The, it's <laughs> it's the Rocky movie, but like the Seth Rogen uh, less hairy. Certainly, uh, hadn't maybe needs to get some days out in the sunshine. Although here's what, here's what's going on, man. Like I noticed two things. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, practicing what I preach a little bit. Fat season's been over. Right. But like, I've been sneaking a lot of fat in man. So much. So I noticed like, Oh, this shirt is a little tighter. I'm, I guess I, I guess fat season hasn't been over. So fat season had to, had to be over officially. It was over officially as of last Monday one week and well one week ago today is monday today the ides of march very good you know what you know what it is we're just going to talk about it because let's let's we're all we're we're dropping our bullshit remember when we had some themes a few months back like it was sober october and then it was something something november i can't quite remember what it was to go back and listen to the episodes it's and then fat season was over in January. January and February, I gotta be honest, man. I was mostly fat. I was living in fat season still. A week ago, in, I even into March. So I'm admitting it out loud to you all, just so, just in case maybe you've been. Listen, man. Maybe you need to hear this. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're good. Maybe you're fine. You can fast forward. I don't give a shit. But like, I ate like a pig for a couple of months, and then I noticed a week ago, just like onset like not crippling you know what I mean like everything's fine but like a wave of like depression just bang hits you and and like and this is not like I'm not this is not unique to me this is this is the same shit that happens to everybody sometimes you just feel sad man it's a bummer and that, sure there are things that trigger it but like you just stay in that mode for a while everybody gets there it's all normal shit but like I've noticed in, in my past, I'll just, I'll, I'll frozen pizza my way through that, some bitch, if I let myself. So a week ago, I went to a hot yoga class and just was like, ugh, like angry. I was in, fucking infuriated of how my day was going. It was just, bah. And it was a good day, too. Just, again, this is just normal. You just, not, you know, don't feel everything, nothing feels good. And I did this hot yoga class where I thought I was going to throw up. It 187-whatever-the-fuck degrees. And, like, the music was – it was perfectly not, like, grunge, angry rock, but, like, Muse and Queens of the Stone Age, like, high tempo, you know, high fast metronome, cr- crashing guitars. Like, it was blasting in there, too. It was just – it was fucking perfect. It, like, it cleared your head. Here's and I even made a decision in that class, which I don't know if I'll stick with, but like I'm working on it. I've, it's just you're time to just you got to just drop some bullshit. There's you know what I mean. It doesn't matter. The thing, the things that are all got yeah, you yeah, all fucking insane, almost. It just doesn't. The, the picky un dumb shit. Stop letting it drag you down. And I just had this this ease, of this like lightning bolt a week ago. I don't mean it like I'm some special creature. This, this this happens to everybody. Everyone has inspiration, but I'm just telling you, you know what happened to me a week ago. And even as far as like, you know, it is so hot in here. I'm going to die. I I need to take my shirt off. But I'm not a shirt outside. You know, shirt off outside kind of dude. Never have been. You know what I mean? Because you have that childhood bullshit. You know, childhood fat kid. It it hangs with you way longer than you want to admit. So you know just don't feel like it, but that's stupid bullshit. Who cares? You know, who cares? No one gives two shits about what you look like without a shirt off at the fuck all, no matter what, unless you're in a couple of situations and hot yoga is not one of them because you're only worried about yourself trying not to throw up. You don't give two shits about what some pudgy looking dude in the corners doing, you know, unless he, well, there's no one less even it just doesn't just drop the bullshit. So off with the shirt hot yoga it is. And it's like, you know, that's a bristling, like, oh my God, I do not like the way that sags or hangs or looks. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that, but again, that's all bullshit. So that's what I've been working on. I'm on week two and I like it so far. It's hard though, man, just trying to when you're angry about something stupid or even legitimate like to remind yourself like just flow man just guns in your holsters i'm always bitching at you people on the internet about put, <laughs> about putting your guns in your holsters god damn it put your guns in your holsters so pick a thing if you want to go along the ride with me just what is the what's the, is what is the thing that's like, ah, man, I just, I don't like doing that. And it's all in your head. Maybe you want to go sing a karaoke song. Fucking whatever, dude. Pick a room of strangers and just belt it out. Everyone's always telling, in, in like these yoga classes, everyone's always telling you to like express yourself, right? Like be loud in your OM and, and like be loud in your breath I'm loud. If you are unlucky enough or lucky enough, depending on your position right now to know me like personally, imagine having to be with me for 18 hours a day. I'm loud enough. I don't need more loud, but like yoga is an interesting, it's a very, you're just, it's you in your head. Try not to be about what's the bullshit that's in your head. And I don't actually know how to do yoga. I'm looking at everybody else and go, okay, move this. Like, twister. But, like, this isn't really a plug for yoga. Like, just do, a th- do something that, I guess here's what I'm trying to do. A few times a week, I'm trying to completely drop the bullshit for an hour. And for I guess that's exercise to me because you can actually do it. You can put headphones in or you can do a yoga class and whatever. But then at the same time, recognize, like, you know who's got it figured out? You know how many times I've talked so much mad shit about the... So I'm a member of the YMCA, and you probably have a YMCA in your town if you're not from around where we are are here in the hills. And so, like, we used to talk a lot of shit about the old guys at the Y because they're always just naked. And, like, you know, they're old guys at the Y. Everything's pretty stretchy and loose and white, (laughs) which I cannot talk shit at all one for a minute. Cause I have found a gray nibble hair and it is, it was one of the most top, it's one of the top five most tragic days of my life. And I've had a couple of doozies, (laughs) but, and so that bullshit vanity gets in your way. Right. And make no mistake. I'm vain. Like, Right now on my counter is a catalog for Ulta because when you live with women, you just get women mail, like, you know, junk mail, right? And so the Ulta catalog came in and I even found myself going, ooh, I wonder if there's anything in there for men. So like like a 9,000-year-old woman tonight, I'm going to go pop in the catalog and see if there's any, you know, facial products for men because I'm trying to, you know – I'm going to be a future old white man. So are you. Well, I don't know if you're an old white man, but like. Look at the current list of old white men. A lot of them did not age well. It's starting to sink in a little bit. This is all vanity. I had certainly lost the thread on where I was going with this. (laughs) (laughs) At the same time, drop the bullshit, I think, is where this is heading. And. So who has it figured out? The old man at the Y. Yes, of course. And I have actually seen this happen. I have gone to the Y to work out in, in the morning, and there was an older gentleman whose testicles were dripping, I guess would be the word I would use, in the sink. And at the time, I thought, God damn, man, get your balls out of the sink. I, other people brush their teeth in this sink. And he's just in there brushing his teeth. Like, it's no big deal. First off, it would certainly be cold. But that's a completely different topic. Used to talk shot, a lot of shit about those. As a young, dumb man, I would talk a lot of shit. Look at those old naked dudes. da Yeah, God damn it. I have to admit for the millionth time, I was wrong when I was younger because I was stupid. Those old men haven't figured out. I will say, even though they haven't figured out, there certainly might be a more convenient place for your testicles other than the sink. Perhaps we can make a pouch. Hey, it's the Book of Murdoch. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Please give us a subscribe or a rating. If you'd like to hear me have a 15-minute panic attack about getting fat and getting some yoga and then acting like I just found Jesus, like no one's ever done a fucking yoga class before and been inspired. Oh, boy. Well, uh, is this the podcast for you? Um, Let's do some sponsors. If you would like to save hundreds, if not thousands, on your next vacation, may I suggest going to murdochjones.com and clicking on the book VIP link where you can save up to 83% on your popular vacation destination cancun costa rica panama anywhere in the caribbean they even have deals for orlando and las vegas um you don't have to remember a code or anything you just go to my website if you don't mind murdochjones.com which you can find in the bio of the app player you are listening to Uh, um boom 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 where are we at here I'm just doing this off my phone. I I got out of my yoga class. and was like, it's time to record something. You get, yeah, you haven't been here for maybe almost two weeks. You got to get in that studio, man. So here we go. Um. God damn it! You know, so like last weekend, I had the best. I had a great weekend. I wouldn't say the best weekend. I'm going to retract that statement. I had a great weekend. Because, and I know some of you that don't live in this area are going to look at me like I'm a murderer, but like we had our first sold out concert here. And it was fucking, it was that feeling that the crowd is, is a venue full of people. Minutes before a concert starts. Specifically, people who have not. Been out and about for a while, and like, listen, we had a whole different debate about should they be there. Blah blah blah. Fine, 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 fine. But like, just give me this. Just shut the fuck up. Just that moment, band's about to take the stage. We've had a couple of drinks. There's a good vibe. The venue is excited because they haven't had a sold out show for a while. The band is there, and like, cause it's a it's a local show a lot of your friends are there it was just a great feeling man anyway at that show um my dear friend brian lowry was the opening act before chancy williams and the younger brothers band and then parker mccullum so brian who is and i don't mean this as a name drop at all but um look him up on instagram social media um He's a, he's, a, he's a great – I do mean this as a plug, actually. He's a great act to go see, and he's a funny dude. And I don't mean this as a name drop, but we just happen to be friends. Anyways, he's one of the funniest dudes you'll ever meet. He's so goddamn could probably be a stand-up comedian if the music thing doesn't work out. <laughs> like, so funny. And, it, and it's for completely random stuff, and here's where we start. And I have to give Brian a credit for this. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. I'm going to butcher the noise. Hold on. I have to call him. We have to. Uh, hold on. I have to call Brian. What's up, Tim? Hey, will you do the noise? Hold on a second. I need to introduce this. So I'm recording an episode of Book of Murdoch podcast. Welcome to the show. And we were talking about what the what a great concert it was, What how great it felt to have a sold-out show, blah, 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 right? And then I gave you a nice plug that I mostly mean. And then I was talking about how funny you are. And, I, and, and so you came up to me after the show. We're all sitting backstage. And Brian goes, Do you remember that toy when we were all swimming in the pool and it made this noise? And I would now like you to make this noise. <laughs> Did you figure out a name for this thing yet? No. Okay. <laughs> that is Mr. Brian Lowry. Thank you, sir. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thanks, man. I'll call you later. See you guys. See you, dude. See ya. That's Mr. <laughs> That's Mr. Brian Lowry. So he comes up to me after the show and he's like, Do you remember that toy? And he makes that noise. And I swear to God, I'm being pranked. Like this is a bit. Because then we did it to the next six people. And all of you listening just did the same thing. Oh, goddamn, yeah, I remember that toy. Nobody can remember the name. Please, if you know the name of that toy, go to murdockjones.com. Send us an email. There's text. There's all there's forty seven ways to get a hold of me fucking Instagram, Facebook. It's all there. Just search and you'll find me. Tell me what that toy is. Please tell me what that toy is. I can't, I still, I can't make, I'm so. I've been practicing that fucking noise 48 hours and I still can't land it. And that dipshit does it through speakerphone. That's why Brian Lowry is the man. <laughs> um, That was my weekend. That noise and a good concert. And getting weirder into plants, I bought some de- decorative decorative grass that I believe is going to grow blue in a rectangle planter. <laughs> I I is I think this is all because my children are graduating. I mean, that's what I'm going to chalk it up to. If we're all going to just be honest. Um. Okay. So I promised you guys. I was going to I, – I had the best fucking time with my family going through old pictures. If you haven't sat down with your family, even if you hate their fucking guts right now, if you can all stomach each other over a couple of cups of tea or a beer or whatever and go through old pictures together, I mean, oh my God! I had I was crying. I was laughing so hard, and then I was just crying sometimes. Which has apparently now become the family sport to watch me cry at pictures or anything, including the television or dogs or random old couples. I just that's what it is. <laughs> Anyways, the whole reason we're going through them is I'm, I'm trying to um I'm trying to find a picture of the dude a couple episodes ago who on the story from where story drew mickey mouse giving the neighbor the bird with a sign that said i think it said fuck you roland most positive it did anyways i want to find that picture like i need to find that picture and so we went through we went through like a third of two giant boxes of my parents old pictures and we've got like f- six giant boxes to go and we haven't found it yet So I don't have a lot of fun things to report yet. I do have, if you're interested, I had a horse named Bucky the Wonder Horse that I rode with, and I would, as my mother explained, and this might give you some insight into who I am as a person, I would carry a bottle in my mouth, I would put a bottle under each arm, and then I would put a bottle inside of Bucky the Wonder Horse just to make sure I didn't run out of any bottled milk. And this is why... I have to go to hot yoga instead of having a complete mental breakdown <laughs> and I'll start it with that goddamn Bucky the Wonder horse um and so yeah, there just wasn't there wasn't a lot of funny stories from El Sister I could dig up, except for the following and this is a true story when my parents were younger and I would have been I don't know. 10-ish, 9-ish, 11-ish. Who the fuck knows? We had a car wash. So first off, if this is your first episode of of Murdoch, from time to time, we go back to my hometown of Elsester, South Dakota, which is very... Um, I loved my childhood. It was great. And I, and I remember it equally very Norman Rockwell and very um, fucking hillbilly. And from time to time, I just, you know, goofy remember these things. That's where Bucky the Wonder Horse come from. (laughs) So we had a car wash. And, like, not, like, so you're picturing right now a car wash that is, like, on a main thoroughfare through town. Remember, El Sister doesn't have a stoplight. We don't even have a fucking A&W or, like, a Dairy Queen or one of them other, like, janky fast food places that you get. We had a Hot Stuff Pizza that was as close as we had. And now I believe there's pizza at the gas station. That isn't to say we didn't have some fine restaurants and dining and drinking establishments. Because we did. I was a dish pig at the Elcester Steakhouse. And it was a jam. It was a treat. But, you know, not a lot to do. Not a lot of traffic, as it were, in Elcester. Not a lot of cars to wash, really. But, you know, um, my father, I believe... I didn't ask him. I don't know why. But I'm. I should go get the full story on this. But here's how I remember it. You know, it was a little sideline money. He needed to, It, it was. A, he's an entrepreneurial guy. That's, I'm sure, where I get some of my um, pain in the ass stuff on that kind of deal. And, like, started a car wash. And there's a picture. I swear to God, I got to scan a picture of him, put it on my Facebook and Instagram, uh, which you can give me a follow, Book of Murdoch. I believe on Instagram it's Murdoch J. Sir. But you can search for Book of Murdoch. I'll come up eventually somewhere. In whatever social media that you enjoy. So, and give me a like, you cheap bastard. You've been listening to this show for 30-something episodes now. You can't give me one goddamn like? Jesus. So, we had a car <laughs> We had car wash. And there's this picture, I swear, of someone who came in and washed their horse in the car wash. There's a fucking picture of it. Because apparently we thought it was so... I'm, I'm sure we thought it was ingenious at the time. I'm sure we were also probably laughing at what a bunch of rednecks we are. But, you know, El had a little bit of redneck in it. And that horse is probably spotless. I'll find that picture. I think I don't think I brought it home. If I did, I'll scan it or take a picture of it and get it up. On the social media... Um, <laughs> I wrote this down I'm sorry to keep I, Just one more thing about yoga I swear to God and I'll drop it But apparently sometime last week So I write down little notes in my phone Of things I want to talk about And that's how we come up with the topics of this show If you're wondering And last week I wrote down Too fat for Ashtanga Which is the truth I am too fat for Ashtanga yoga There's a lot of movement That you know These people that won't shut up about the core Oh my god you got to use your core Move your core You know, the core is the secret to your health, blah, 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 the core. Well, apparently this yoga class involves only core. And I apparently don't have any core. And so I am too fat for Ashtanga. But you know what? God damn it. I'm going to be there tomorrow. Because that's how you drop the bullshit. Um... (laughs) Okay. Can we give... Can we talk about the Charmin bears for a second? I'm seeing a lot of ads lately for the Charmin bears in video. And, like, if you don't know what ads I'm talking about, they're, like, they talk about, like, they've had some real weird campaigns. Like, they've talked about how the Charmin won't leave a bunch of dingleberries in your in your fuzzy bear butt. That's just an ad that ran. YouTube it. It's a real thing. Like... This thing won't leave a bunch of dingleberries, which I'm sure, like, I don't know how to make an ad about a dingleberry. I suppose cartoon bears let you get away with a lot more. But, like, just come up with a technology or something. I got really got to, you know. The new one, I, got, I have to say, and this is why we're bringing this up. The new one just talks openly about ass wiping. Can we just, can we give it a, like, I know it's toilet paper. How else are you supposed to sell it? And with the layers and the rolls and the mega size, and you got to keep coming up with new tricks. I get it. But keep coming up with new tricks. Every other fucking industry comes up with new tricks. Credit card industry's got it figured out, and the goddamn eye doctor industry's got it figured out. There's new things to buy and new technologies to whatever. Do we really got to, like, that's the best we can do is a bunch of cartoon bears just openly talking about wiping their ass, and here's the dingleberries, and now there's no dingleberries, and blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't make me want to buy. It makes me not want to buy your toilet paper at all. And then makes me want to tell other people to not buy it because I hate your ad so much. Like, I don't wish anybody ill will. But, like, I assume maybe everyone else. This could be one of these. I've noticed this. I might have an unreasonable anger towards these Charmin bears, and I have no idea why. Because I think the most of you, feel free to tell me one way or the other, MurdochJones.com, feel like that's probably kind of cute. But it is not. It's offensively uncute. And this isn't me being a prude. I mean, I've seen two girls one cup. I'm not, like, um, you know, unreasonable. I don't want to see that either. But, like, it just seems like a ridiculous way to sell your toilet paper. But, you know, I I thought that meth we on a campaign was pretty great and everyone thinks I'm stupid. And this could be one of those situations. I'm open to that possibility. Right as I am all the time, I'm open to the possibility that in this instance, that's a good ad campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, can we talk about something awesome? First off, okay. I frequently shop at the local record and head shop called Ernie Novembers. I was raised on one in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. My dad would take me there on the weekends and I and like look at records or maybe buy some pot. I'm not sure what was going on. But <laughs> I remember that smell, that nag chompa smell. It's why I love it so much today. Because we would go up on the weekends, my dad and I. And we would go to Ernie November's and we would look at records and get something to eat. It was fucking cool. And it's a great memory I have. And so I like to go back to the head shop. And that's where I buy my incense and that's, you know, they'll, 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 there's all, all kinds of goofy shit in there that you would like. Not all kinds. I mean, it's pretty specific. Like there's some Grateful Dead stuff here, and there's a lot of pot stuff over there, and there's a lot of incense stuff over here, and there's a lot of hippie art over here, and then there's some crystal-y, witchy stuff that's kind of cool, and then there's a shit ton of records. And they're always playing some badass local music, and it's always different. Like one day it'll be classical music, and one day it'll be f- like metal, like da na na,,, metal. And then the next day, there'll be goddamn country music or the next week. I don't go in there every day. but And like Incense is two bucks. And like, yeah, you can buy that on the internet. Or you can buy that anywhere. But goddamn it, it just feels good to walk in to the local record slash head shop. You feel alive. It feels great. And if you walk in there and you feel awkward and weird, you are missing the fucking point, man. Like, that's not why that store exists. It exists for the opposite. Just let your brain go a little bit. Drop your bullshit. It's just fucking early November. No one's going to offer you acid. It's a headshot, man. It's cool. Here's how cool it is. And this is, I feel like all of my trips to all these hippie stores and all these head shops have finally paid off. Last time I was in the store, okay, me and my best friend are sitting in there. And I'm listening to this phone conversation and the kid working the counter, who's in an awesome band, by the way, which I can't remember. His name is Wyatt, but he's in a badass band. Anyways, I'll look it up and I'll remember it on the next episode. He's talking to a person on the phone and we hear, yep, that Ted Nugent record's in. And it's like, oh, okay, that's pretty badass. There's still, in my head right now, I'm like, fuck yeah, there's this 52-year-old dude and like he buys every new 80s record the nuge and warrants and la guns and ah, ah, wild stallions you know what i mean and i'm like right on that's badass and they hang up the phone and i'm like that's pretty cool that that dude's ordering records because fuck me i just assume it's some dude you know what he says it's not a dude it's a senior citizen old woman she buys a record and it's not a gift or anything she just collects them and listens to them Old woman buys the Ted Nugent record, goes down and picks it up while she's there, orders a new metal record for, like, weeks down the road. And, like, call me when it's in. I'll come pick out another one. Does that a few times a year. Rock Just fucking pure rock and roll old woman. And then they said someone else does it. Another old lady does it with 90s, like, gangster hip-hop. I've never been more proud to be a fucking American sitting in a head shop, buying some incense, listening to the worker at the head shop explain that there's two old women out there and one listens to gangster rap and they're just white as copy paper and one listens to hardcore metal. That just, goddamn, that made me feel good. That's still a thing. That exists. You know where I didn't find that story? On the fucking internet. You know what I did find on the internet? Cauliflower waffles. Get the fuck out of here with the cauliflower waffles. I will I and listen, I fell for it for a long time. Cauliflower rice cauliflower Cauliflower fries, cauliflower pizza crust, cauliflower this, keto, keto, keto. I get it. I'm with you on a lot of it. And I love cauliflower. L- thoroughly enjoy many versions of cauliflower. But leave your keto hands off my goddamn waffles. I, have, I don't even love waffles that much. I, ha- I, can't, I don't think I have waffles four times a year. But when I do, I don't want cauliflower anywhere near it. Because while fat season is over, let's not get fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Speaking of unreasonable anger, I have an I've noticed this, I noticed this last week. My good friend Mark Houston, who is the one of the hosts of Whiskey at Work, He also runs our entire programming department here at Home Slice Media Group. And he's a badass dude. And he owns a hot tub. And he enjoys it. He says he sleeps he's not sleeps in it. He sits in it almost every night. Oh, by the way, tonight's tea. Pause sidebar. Tonight's tea is a wild apple sarsaparilla tea from Tazo. It's an herbal tea. Because I can't do the caffeinated teas in the evening. And here we sit at nearly 9 o'clock or whatever, 9.30 at night. I can't have the caffeinated teas because then I stay up all night thinking of irrational things. And then everybody hates me in the morning. So, wild apple sarsaparilla tea for you tea shit talkers. This is a good one for you to talk some shit about. Wild apple sarsaparilla. That sounds um, not you know, there's something, oh, well, pinky's out, wild apple sarsaparilla. But fucking, I'll drink what I want to drink, man. I'll do a little hot yoga. I will read the Ulta catalog. I will drink my wild apple sarsaparilla herbal tea and enjoy it. You do you. So, my dear friend Mark Houston owns a hot tub, sits in it almost every night, has a drink, sits in a hot tub, super relaxing. And I immediately was filled. I would I was filled with goose level rage about <laughs> about having like I it immediately it hit me like it was a chore like oh my god I have to sit in that fucking hot tub again. I have an unreasonable or an irrational anger at hot tubs. I have zero reason why I will never own one. They sound terrible. They ne- they they sound th- like the most unrelaxing thing to own ever. And a lot of people own them and they love them. Good for your back. Good for your whatever. It's relaxing. Even if it isn't all those things, who gives a shit? You can sit and like, and I can buy that a little bit. If you got a good view, see the stars, you know, I can see that. But I don't want to sit in a hot tub while I do it. They're not comfortable. They're hot. It's like you're marinating, but it's like you're about to be cooked. I think it's so like I've been trying to figure this out without a shrink or anything just like really dive in deep and where where does my irrational fear at hot tubs begin i believe when i was a child i would if i sat in hot tubs i would kind of just keeter over a little bit and pass out and so therefore i think this is all jealousy this is a total guess i don't know this like i haven't been diagnosed or anything like an actual shrink if you are listening to the show and you've been listening since the jump, and you could probably figure out what's wrong with me by now, we can arrange some money. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like I've been entertaining you for 30-something episodes. I'm not going to pay full freight. But, like, if you've got me dialed in a little bit, I'll take your theory. I think this one happens to be because I couldn't do it when I was little, and now I've just carried that anger with me as an adult. But, God, of, like... You see like one of the options of a hotel being a hot tub. That's the last place I'm ever going to in a hotel. I will go to a hotel gym between five or six times a year when we can finally stay in hotels again. And I will go to, I will never visit a hotel hot tub. Absolutely fucking not, are you kidding me? I'm not even that much of a germaphobe, but I am certainly not stewing and whatever is in that thing. Get out of here, pools. I'll give a pass to the pool because you can put so much chlorine in them. You can kill pee and whatever. And like a little, I'm not even that scared of a little bit of pee. But like, there's something about turning up the heat and then and then putting a bunch of air bubbles in it. That's a lot of motion on skin of strangers. I don't give a shit how well that thing is clean. That is a cesspool. That it feels like if we're gonna live our future lives being more mindful of things like the coronavirus. Perhaps a shared experience in the hot tub is not where we need to be in life. Perhaps we can make the gym a little larger or maybe that money can go towards healthier food options. Or not, fuck it, I don't care. I mean, you know, like just be a, be a like maybe you don't, maybe that's your jam. There's a guy out there listening to this show who's like, You know what turns me on? Strangers juices in a hot tub. There's nothing better than I'm thinking about 37 truckers that have been in there the month before. And like, that's harmless, more or less. Fucking rock on. I shan't be joining you. Uh... Speaking of stupid noises, let's break this down for a second. Why did we all learn the recorder? Like, why was that a good idea? By the way, this is not some original thought. I believe I saw this as a meme, which usually tells me this might be some comedian's bit. That's usually how that shit works. So I'm not trying to rip anybody off here. I'm just honestly asking. Like, I learned the recorder. You learned the recorder. My kids learned the recorder. I wanted to murder them while they were like fucking hot cross buns and all that screechy violent. you know, oh my goodness. You know, have you ever heard a rabbit die? Left field, I know, but like stick with me for a second. A rabbit dying is a, is a terrible <clears throat> it's an awful sound. If you go coyote hunting a lot, often they will play audio of a rabbit dying because that will bring the coyotes in a running and you can take your shots. Uh, for you city people. Don't be all mad about that because when you get rid of a lot of coyotes that is healthy for your cattle population and you ate a cheeseburger, certainly in recent history, (laughs) a rabbit dying, while awful in nature, is eerily similar to learning hot cross buns. Like, Like just learn where the fingers go on the notes but can't quite play it all together and there's a lot of screeching. That's what a rabbit dying sounds like. Why did we learn all this? I understand, like, excuse me, I'm losing my voice a little. I understand you should learn notes and an instrument and sing. Like, I'm not bitching about that. I'm just, there must be, like, why not like a wood flute that is less screechy? Certainly there must be a level of environmental friendliness if we ditched, these fucking recorders and, and replace them with some sort of pine wood flute. That would, that would, I mean, that would certainly be easier on the ears, but like why there must be a reason why, why did we all learn the recorder? Why not something that was less devastating to the family (laughs) dichotomy? Or maybe it's one of them things like, you know, okay. Conspiracy theory. Just think for a minute why this could possibly exist. Okay, so like a lot of us parents can slough off a lot of bullshit to these teachers, right? Like my kid's dumb at whatever because I had bad teachers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but like, you know, I'll admit it, I was not going through a good period of my life when my children should have been learning how to write and read, and therefore they're not the I mean, they can write and read. They passed eight you know, they're gonna they're functioning adults and, and more than functioning adults. They can they can, they can. They're good kids, good boys, good young men. Blah blah blah. felt like I was picking on my kids, so I'm being a little defensive. You gotta, you blame these teachers a little bit, and so perhaps the recorder was payback. Like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take this seven inch piece of plastic, drill a bunch of holes in it, and put a mouthpiece on it, and if you mess up by a millimeter, we're gonna sound. We're gonna make it sound like rabbit's dying, and we're gonna make these kids take them home for like six weeks. And then we're going to take all those little monsters and we're going to put them in the gymnasium and put microphones behind them while they play hot cross buns and fucking (laughs) itsy bitsy spider. and And just as a slight reminder, like this is not the easiest job, mom and dad. So why don't you bitch a little less and enjoy hot cross buns? This might be good enough for today, I think. Um, okay. We will, I'm going to go through more pictures. I'll put them up online. I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting anything I was supposed to tell you about. I don't believe I am. We are going to do go through the old CDs. I'm going through my list here. Um, no, that's about it. All right, friends, uh, you want to save a bunch of money on your next vacation, go to MurdochJones.com, click on the book VIP link. It's right there in the middle. Can't miss it. You can save a bunch of money in your next vacation. You can also go to a website if you are, let's say you're into the yoga a little bit and you're into trying to eat a little healthy or work out a little bit or maybe you're still at home, those of you in the cities, and you want some – You know, you want a healthier lifestyle a little bit. Do some total human optimization. You can go to com, and you can put in the code Murdoch on anything you purchase and you get an extra, I think it's 15% right now. So that's how you support the show. And as always, if you don't want to buy any of those things, tell two people about this son of a bitch and then you're covered, man. You don't owe me a dime. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Uh, uh, I sometimes I try to leave you with some. Just take your shirt off and drop the bullshit, man. <laughs> Can that sound, hey man? <laughs> I sound like I'm auditioning for Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. All right, <clears throat> you guys have a good night. <laughs> It's time for the credits I need to cut some credits The Book of Murdoch this has been a home slice audio production this particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. The executive producer is Mark <laughs> he's in my cell phone as Mark fucking Houston) <laughs> Executive Producers Mark Eusen, Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez, and he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry.